0: Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello! And Tim Kalpakis. What is happening out there? Whoa! And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys.
1: Hey! Jeff, he just doesn't stop changing. He's amazing, isn't he? He's a chameleon!
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sort of like uh, Madonna, David Bowie, and check me out here, drinking a Ham's Tall Boy. Ooh! Is that a 16-ouncer? It's a 60 ouncer. Um,
1: <laughs> is Tallboy always 16 or is it just like 20? Like baby. a 22 is also 20. This,
2: this doesn't feel like a 22. This feels like a 16. And yeah, man, it's from the land of sky blue waters. Hands, Hands. Milwaukee beer. Woo. <laughs>
1: it's good. That's like a pilsnery beer for those who don't know. It's like uh, your basic of beers,
2: right? They, they keep it nice and light on the taste.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) They don't want want to bog you down. They don't want to hit you with all that taste up top. (laughs) I don't need that. I do not
0: need that right now.
2: Yeah, I don't have my spittoon on me. What do we have going on today? (laughs) This is a weird
0: one, because we could have just called it the screwdriver.
2: No, no, no. We can't just call it the screwdriver because it's a fern bar drink, a famous fern bar beverage. Between two fern bars. Between two fern bars. But before we go down the road of... Sir Wallbanger, what do you say we get into some <laughs> certain type of news <laughs> that, that begins with a booze? Hit it! I'm Jeff Dutton. I'm
1: Mike Hanford. We got Tim. What is up?
0: I'm Diane Sawyer. Those stories and Andy Rooney tonight on Booze News, you ugly
2: Do me at the end. Wow. Sent in Whoa. by Kang or Eric Kang. Great work. A kind of a sixty minutes vibe.
1: Kang. Yeah, that was a that was a cool one. <laughs> that that funny voice at the end is ah, it's good.
0: It's good. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What good. is that? What is that effect? Because it sounds Chipmunky, but it's also like really gritty at the same time.
2: <laughs> it's the one that I use. That I think everyone keeps finding is on GarageBand. It's called Helium, I think. Okay, uh, and. It's trying to make you sound like you're on helium, but it kind of keeps your lower track in there, too. So you're kind of bouncing back and forth between octaves. A little grimy. It's exciting. I think uh, for the booze news, for anyone sending in the
1: booze news... You can kind of do whatever you want, but as long as it's got that voice at the end with a little expletive, I think that's (laughs) about where we can uh, uh, say that's a booze news song. Yeah,
0: those stand out. Those are the highlights.
2: Send them in to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. And speaking of people sending stuff in our first purse piece purse. What the the fuck? fuck? Like a handbag? Our first piece of booze news <laughs> here is uh, sent in by uh, the Wicker Man from our Discord. Ooh. Sent us this story, and I'm, I'm sharing it with you guys, Gadoosh, in the chat. Mm, okay. Aperol, our favorite aperitivo, uh-huh. has come out with a paint. What? Oh, I saw this. Look at it. It is. Now, you're it, drinking this paint. <laughs> I think that you put, you put a little Prosecco, a little paint, a little soda.
0: So is it just called Aperol? It's cool. It's like a, uh, it's like a deep 70s orange. It's like, it's bright. Yeah. And it's so they kind of copyrighted the Pantone. There's like a Pantone digit that is like denotes a certain color. The same way like Dodger blue is a specific blue and they do, Uh. they do paints and stuff.
1: Yeah. This looks like orange to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is very orange. I guess when you make Aperol into a spritz, it gets more orange, but Aperol is more red pink. And this mm-hmm. is sort of orange, but it is pleasant. I like it. It's like a '70s, orangey, kind of thing. I'm gonna paint my
1: <laughs> whole room this color. Orangey, <laughs> orangey, kind of a
2: orange. Um, so, so folks, if you're painting your house, get yourself some of that. And then one other <laughs> thing, I had a, who had a couple of film recommendations. Ooh, uh, hello. That that pertain to booze. First up, this is a movie I don't even want to say too much about, but you guys and everyone listening. Check it out. It's it's new. And I think it was in like festivals in in the fall and is now uh streaming on the the you can rent it on the normal VOD apps. A movie called Bloody Nose Empty Pockets. Either of you guys heard of that? No. About a bar, right? It's about a dive bar. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you saw it. Mhm. Ooh. I uh, have you seen it? I've seen it. You seen? Yes. Have you You, see, you have seen? You've seen? seen? <laughs> I, I have not seen. I don't know if I want to talk too much about it. Yeah, that's what, kind of what I was thinking is I, had, I both have huge praise and then huge questions. But then Me I too. said, I, maybe we all watch it. Maybe it becomes a Patreon episode.
0: Ooh, well, I like that.
1: interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, because
0: we just covered another round with Mads Mickelson.
2: Exactly. Yeah. We're becoming film freaks. Um, filmed, the, the boozy films just keep on coming and coming. Oh, and then this is a thing just for people to check out is uh, the 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 new Ken Burns doc series is about Hemingway. Check that out because the Sloppy Boys may be sometime soon dipping into one of Ernest's favorites. Nah. And if you want to be up to speed. Take a peek at PBS. <laughs> now, was Hemingway
1: was Hemingway in the uh, "We Didn't Start the Fire" song by Bill Joel?
2: Yeah, I think the first line is Hemingway, Hemingway. He wrote the book.
1: <laughs> he did write the books. Well, that's all we have for booze news.
0: Do 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 do.
2: There you go. Pretty good booze news, huh? God, I
1: can't I can't believe the booze news theme used to be. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. And now it's now it's like, whatever.
2: I think honestly, our, us just saying do to do may be better than anything anyone sent in. <laughs> Ouch.
1: Ouch. Not the kanger.
2: Well, I love what everybody's doing with it, but I'm I'm kind of an audiophile. So when it comes to the mixing mm. and mastering, I'm hearing some frequencies that are a little bit off. Oh, cool. <laughs> I but love that's to say okay. you should I mean,
1: do a you should do a master class. I've been saying it for years. Tim, masterclass. I've, I've
2: been pitching it to master class for years. Audio. Audio mastering for Boozoo's (laughs) themes. (laughs) Or dummies. Okay, let's talk about the drink of the day. This is another hashtag sloppy spring beverage Mm. that everyone is going to go nuts for. It is called the Harvey Wallbanger. You've had? (laughs) I've not had. I have not had. You've heard of?
1: Have heard of and have had just a vodka juice or vodka orange juice screwdriver, but I not had this.
2: Before we started this podcast, I had never even heard of this one. So I had no image in my head. And then it was it's fun because when I looked it up, it is one where there's a lot of articles being like, oh, boy, we all know <laughs> Wall Banger drinkers and we all remember that. So it's funny to just stumble upon something you don't know about. I feel like I had heard of it
0: and I had heard that there were some, I mean, I didn't know that it was as simple as it is. I was picturing something crazy because it's called, the the name Harvey Wallbanger makes the mind real.
2: It
1: really does. Yeah, it really paints a picture of a certain guy.
0: I was picturing like a bullshot level thing or something crazy. And then I started to hear about like the variants, like long, slow screw against a wall. Oh, yeah. And all those keywords like mean something. So slow gin is it slow gin. It's yeah, it's like slow gin and Long Island iced tea. Maybe long Long is just like it's like a big drink, like a long drink or something. Mm. Yeah. There's a bunch of different variations and they all have little keywords in them.
1: Jeff, you when we were talking about this, I get the feeling like have you had this? I've not had. I thought you you just you talked <laughs> about it in the way no, that no when I <laughs> asked
2: if he had
1: I you were talking in a way like oh we got to do the wall banger we, the wall banger I know the wall banger I thought you were saying I know this drink I know I it full I know of it shit
0: I was full of shit <laughs> you, and you now it, man. all comes around well wait, I got that galliano hanging out hell yeah puts that to good use right Right so, right, right. so
2: yeah, this drink we have Galliano because we made golden dreams with it. Mm-hmm. And this drink, the Harvey Wallbanger, is vodka OJ and Galliano Italian liqueur. So it's basically a screwdriver with a little hint of of a vanilla flavor that comes from the Galliano and makes it a little—I guess it's supposed to taste a little bit creamsickly. Oh,
1: I remember when we did that. I didn't have the Galliano, or yeah, I couldn't find Galliano, so I bought something else. I'm blanking on the name, and I'm going to guess what it is. It's but it's like Socorro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making Sapporo? Sapporo Sapporo beer. I think is what
1: you got. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! What the hell am I thinking? About? Uh, it's like an Italian thing. It's got Corocco. Sambuca? Sambuca!
0: <laughs> Sambuca.
2: <laughs> Sambuca. That's like, it's like saying Eureka when you finally think of something. Sambuca! Sambuca! <laughs> well, w- we had never heard of fern bars until our Cosmopolitan episode, and then we found out that this was a trend in the 70s of these oh. kind of uh, y- a yuppie upper-class singles bars in the 70s. They had brass railings, yeah. hanging plants, and stained glass lamps. And what's funny is the original one is the original TGI Fridays on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Yeah. And then they spun off. There's a big one. There was a, a San Francisco one called Henry Africa's that was very hip. And Is that one word? Uh, no, Henry. Henry Africa's. Africa's. There are these bars where I guess it was kind of the first time that single women were encouraged to go out to singles b- bars and, and meet men. Oh, and, the single ladies. <laughs> oh, the single ladies. Oh, great. Now you have me doing that dance. Oh. I put my hands up my, <laughs> tighter than my very own jeans. <laughs> my very own jeans can on my lips. The popular <laughs> drinks at firm bars were Cosmos, Lemon Drops, Mudslides, Grasshoppers, all the beverages that we equate with kind of the dark age of sweet bad cocktails <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny because those all live in my brain is the same thing yep
0: it's like like the 80s right
2: yeah and it, it kind of started in the 70s went into the 80s and then by the oh, 90s this type of bar just became
0: um, family restaurants family restaurants
2: like, like uh bennigan's rudigan's hula applebee's the 99 Uncle mo's family feed bed yeah <laughs> all the, yeah. The, the places with the crap on the walls so um, Tim, you're saying
1: this started in the 70s, went to 80s. So we're talking went from disco to new wave. Okay.
2: It went from cool. disco cool. to Frisco. Disco <laughs> to Frisco, all right. Okay, but this particular drink, here's the myth behind it. <laughs> and you guys are going to nope. see right Tim, we want to hear the facts, <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. the myth. You'll figure out, actually, let's see if you can figure out the facts when I tell you this myth. Um, the myth is that in the 1950s, there was a surfer dude in Manhattan Beach, California, named Tom Harvey, and that he went to a bar on the Sunset Strip uh, called the Black Watch Bar, and there's a famous bartender named uh, Duke Antone. And uh, Harvey asked Duke for a special drink, and uh, Duke made him this, uh, a screwdriver with some Galliano in it, and then uh, the myth says that uh, Harvey drank so many of them that he banged into walls. (laughs) Hey! so that, hence the Harvey Wallbanger. Now, <laughs> guess what the real story is?
0: That's good. Oh, what? Wow. I hope it's exactly the same. Me too. No changes.
2: <laughs> oh, it just wasn't uh, the Sunset Strip. It was on Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> no, it's, it was a marketing guy came up with the whole thing. Uh, uh, they're all geez. marketing guys.
0: They had to sell some extra Galliano, so they came it's, up with putting it in a screwdriver.
2: Exactly. It's the Galliano guy who was, like, assigned that account and and maybe Duke Antone was involved, but he runs a bartending school in Connecticut. So if it happened at all, it was in Connecticut. Wow. This um, is kind
0: of like how Jesus was born in the summer, we think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, speaking of Jesus and all the kind of iconography and the crucifixes you associate with him, mm-hmm. uh, they cooked up a mascot for this drink and he absolutely rules. Uh, Google uh, Harvey Wallbanger cartoon. Uh, doing an image search.
0: <laughs> what the... He's like a little egghead guy. <laughs> I mean, I love that it's so... All of the things are so 70s. They look like straight out of HR Puffin stuff.
2: Exactly. It's all like trippy, hippie. It looks like LSD art. Yeah. It's a guy
0: holding a sandwich board. What, what The one on that I see. It's like a button. Yeah. Huge feet and sandals.
2: And on the sandwich board,
0: it just says, four measures of orange juice to one measure of vodka, add ice and stir, splash in and measure Galliano. Which...
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Even within their campaign, they change up the recipe quite a bit and yeah. it varies from the IBA. But I love... A lot of these I'm seeing, it says Harvey Wallbanger is the name and I can be made. Yeah. I, I don't... Th- <laughs> it feels like... Is there is there a double entendre there? Like I can be made as in a drink can be made, but made yeah, is like... I don't know. Like a, like a mob If you're thing? in disguise and the cops figure out it's you, you're like, ah, oh, they made me, right? Or Or if you're tailing someone. Maybe. I was made.
1: He's a little drunk. He looks like a... He's, he's a mess, this guy.
2: Yeah, he's got bug eyes and wire hair, and he looks like <laughs> shit. Sometimes he has no hair
0: at all. Yeah, yeah, he's not smiling. He just looks like spooked. No, he looks distraught. Uh, he, <laughs> like his eyes, he's, sad. he's got bags under his eyes, and his mouth is a slit, like just a horrible yeah. slit.
2: He looks like he's been up all night listening to the <laughs> Sloppy Boys podcast. All um, right, wall bangers. So it feels like they were going for a California. A surfer stoner vibe, uh-huh. so which is different than a San Francisco yuppie yeah. fern bar vibe, but who knows? would um, be a
0: funny little tattoo, a little banger. You tattoo. know what? More drinks yeah. should have mascots.
2: Mm-hmm. Folks, I know. send us your drink mascots. Draw them up. Send them.
0: You got Spuds McKenzie
1: and Harvey Wallbanger, the only ones I can think of.
2: Oh, Yeah. And Spud's was discontinued because he was marketed towards kids. I wonder if this wall banger had that same problem. Well, kids mm. – see,
0: if kids ever got a look at this guy,
2: they'd run for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> this wallbanger um, fellow. Okay, so the recipe that we're going to use today from the IBA is one and a half ounces of vodka, mm-hmm. half an ounce of Galliano, three ounces of fresh orange juice. Stir the vodka and OJ with ice in a highball glass. Float the Galliano on top. Garnish with an orange slice and a maraschino cherry. Oh, we're putting Luxardo's in here? Uh, You better believe it.
1: Okay, uh, Tim, I meant to ask you this, and I'm going to do it now. I don't have any cherries. You know that. (laughs) They've been stolen from me. I don't know where they are. They're gone. Did you file a police report? Uh, You think any of these cops care about that? I have that maraschino liquid, though. Should I just do a little splash of that?
2: You know, they said garnish, so I I would say don't even worry about it because— If you splash it, you might turn this into a tequila sunrise. Ooh,
0: that's not so bad either, except it's vodka. Vodka
2: sunrise. <laughs> um, Jeff, do you have any questions that I can field?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I'm a little pissed off that I have to float that uh, Galliano. I want it in there, baby. And what's float mean? You just pour it on top, right? And, and yeah. you don't stir it?
2: Just pour it gently on top. But if that's the defining ingredient that makes this not a screwdriver, it's kind of weird to be – if you put a straw down to the bottom, you'll just be drinking screwdriver.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. To make, it's like the, is the Galliano garnish at that point yeah geez it should be part of the drink
2: yeah just good a good looking garnish is a little pool of yellow <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we haven't done a, uh, a stirring drink lately this will be fun don't over stir don't get too excited no 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 Impossible. great well um I'm I'm ready to make you make a drink how about you
1: yes I am too <laughs> let's do it yes great be right back the sloppy boy show is sponsored by better help Folks, are you ever right in the middle of a busy week and you're thinking to yourself, God, there's not enough time in the day to get all this stuff done. It happens to everybody. Our schedules these days are just too jam-packed. But think about this. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, Maybe read that book that's just piling up with dust because it hasn't been touched in months. The thing is, a lot of us spend so much of our time wishing that we had more time. The question is, time for what? Oh, interesting. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And guess what? Therapy can help you do that. Therapy helps you find what really matters to you so that you can do that thing more. Ooh, that sounds good. Now I've benefited from therapy. I've gone to therapy and and in situations like this where I feel like "Uh, the world is just coming down on me. I can't do anything to get out from under it. There's not enough time. Well, I was talking about this to my therapist and she said to prioritize the things that are important to me. Ah, that's a little interesting. Therapy is helpful for learning about positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, which, well, we all want to be. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. I think some people don't realize that. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and uh, suited to your schedule. Remember, we were talking about the schedules just moments ago. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime no additional charge. Listen to me and do this. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com/sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel Sloppy sloppyboys Let's do it to it. Hey, folks, it's me, Miley. Sorry, Mike. It's Mike. Anyway, a lot of people ask me what I do when I'm not whipping up cocktails. Well, I like to listen to podcasts just like you. And me, I love a good music podcast. And there's this band, Don't Stop or We'll Die. They're a weirdo rock band that the Sloppy Boys actually tour with, with weird, funny songs like I Got a Perm for My Camping Trip and Where Can a Nerd Find an Egg That's Square, a personal favorite of mine. So you're asking, what are these maniacs up to? Well, they got a new weekly podcast called Song a Week, where co-hosts and Don't Stop or We'll Die songwriters Michael Cassidy and Paul Russ debut a brand new, fully produced song every Wednesday. Crazy. Every single week. We're talking new songs like A Flower in My Garden... And all songs are produced by Amin Zarukian. Song A Week comes in bite-sized episodes that are less than 20 minutes, and it's produced by Tony Thaxton. And check out their Patreon over at patreon.com slash don'tstop or will die for extra special goodies like monthly bonus episodes, downloadable tracks, and more bizarre, funny, rockin' gems. So check out Song A Week from Don't Stop or Will Die. You will love it!
2: Back,
0: Harvey Wallbangers in hand.
2: <laughs> Wee. Now, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna drink from the top? Or are we gonna sip from the bottom? Or are we gonna mix it up?
1: Oh, I see what you're doing. I, I see what the the floater's
2: all about. Because if you if if uh, if if I were to just take a drink from the top right now, I would just drink all of my Galliano.
0: Right. <laughs> you gotta sip selectively. I'm gonna sip selectively. That's what I'll do. I'm, I'm gonna do that thing where like you. You start, you put, you place the straw at the top of the drink. And Mm. as you start sucking, you push it down
2: into the drink.
1: Oh my God. Okay, I'm going to do that too. The old
2: Galliano plunge.
1: (laughs) Very complicated. Here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm just stirring it. I'm just stirring it. (laughs) I instinctively just started stirring
2: it. The Galeano plunge was too hard. My
1: hands are sticky as hell. <laughs> I got Sambuco on my hands and I'm <laughs>
2: sticky. Sambuca. Sambuca. I, when I put my orange slice garnish on top, it soaked up all the Galeano right into it. So I'm going to have to eat <laughs> that to get any of it. Okay, um, here we
0: go. I, uh, I took a little sip of Galliano as I was making this thing. Yeah. And I made myself mad again because it's one of those star anise...
1: Yeah, it's licorice, right?
0: I got eight fucking bottles of licorice liquor. (laughs) And but this one does have that vanilla thing we decided. Like when you mix it up, the vanilla starts to come out. We decided. It
2: really doesn't have vanilla on its own. It's only when it's combined with the OJ. Um so wait, what do you what would you say? I think that um if you didn't have Galliano and you wanted to use what we already had, maybe some of that yellow chartreuse that we used would've worked.
0: Right. Honestly, even a tiny splash of absinthe. Mm-hmm. I don't like the floater when it's
1: clear. Like that's not fun because then you have no idea what's what's floating around. No, where's the
0: showmanship?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what this tastes like to me? The candy called Mike and Ike's. No? <laughs> <laughs> good and plenty. <laughs> hey, that other capsule-shaped candy. Yeah, that other capsule shape.
2: But the thing is, it's got the fruit taste and the liquor. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like a, an an Ike and Plenty.
1: A <laughs> good <laughs> Mike.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm getting. It's that. an interesting drink. Yeah. You know, good. this is. I, I feel like you kind of. I like it because I'm I'm lowering my bar of expectation. It's not a showstopper like we've had mm-hmm. on this podcast mm-hmm. before, but mm-hmm. it's it's more fun than just having a screwdriver. Sure,
1: yeah, screwdriver is pretty. Uh pedestrian, if you ask me, and it's, uh... <laughs> oh, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: um, screwdrivers for the common folk. Hoi polloi. The common man. No, this is the war, banger Now, you gotta watch it because, like, you know that I'm kind of a big-time pedestrian. I'm out there on the sidewalks every uh-huh, day. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm using the footpath. I've heard from the Neighborhood
1: Drivers Association that you are often getting hit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the neighborhood dri- Stop talking to my Neighborhood Drivers Association. <laughs>
1: um... Yeah, well, this is uh, this is something. And I'm not loving it.
0: It's not ba 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 ba. Right, it's not ba 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 ba.
2: It's funny to have this after we've already done the golden dream cuz the golden dream is sort of a heightened... It's like this plus heavy yeah. cream.
0: Oh, hey, wait till we do the screwdriver.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait till we do just a, a shot of vodka. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should do one, we should do one week that's just a big glass of cream.
0: <laughs> the thing that the people on the discord hate though. <laughs> like there was so much stuff where like they keep doing cream drinks I can't drink cream
2: <laughs> these fucking guys I hate their show I wish it never came in my life I can't drink cream um I like it getting a little meltier
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, well, this mm -hmm. is going to be what happens every time where we try it and we're like, I have thoughts, and then as you get halfway through, it gets a little melty. You're like, Ah, (laughs) (laughs) it's not
2: so bad after
0: all. I'm sorry, I said anything. What
2: we really like is water. Mm -hmm. Um, do you guys want to hear some of the pop culture references to this beverage? Yes, yes, sure. Um, because I mentioned. Moe's family feedback from the Simpsons, but there's, they call it out more specifically in a different episode in the flaming Moe episode, mm. uh, Homer is told by attorney Lionel Hutz that you can't copyright a drink. This all goes back to the Frank Wallbanger case of 1978. That's right. <laughs> um, and then the 1982 Milwaukee Brewers were nicknamed Harvey's Wallbangers because of their, uh, power hitting. Woo.
0: That's kind of weird because they're already the Milwaukee Brewers, so it's like to have another boozy joke is like, yeah, you're already the Brewers.
2: Yeah, they should be the Harvey Wall
0: or Wall Bangers.
2: You know, it's a funny thing. I I am shocked hasn't been made into a movie, um, or at least ten seasons of a TV show. That little is Harvey Wall Banger cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that little guy. Um The fact that the Chicago Cubs used to do spring training in Catalina. Oh, yeah. Because the Wrigley gum guy who owns Wrigley Field also, like, bought the island of Catalina in the 50s or something. (laughs) And the the idea of these, like, mustachioed, like... (laughs) Uh, Chicago guys being like I'm going out the Catalina to play <laughs> yeah. spring
0: training. We gotta take a ferry. <laughs> they all get sunburned. These like big white <laughs> Chicago dudes.
2: I went to the field and I saw like they like the Wrigley Mansion looks like the White House and it's all fancy, but it's such a small island. It's funny. There's there was like nothing else for them to do.
1: There's a there's a baseball field there now. I I I've, I've been there, but I haven't been to the it's, field.
2: There there's not a stadium. I saw a like practice field and I assumed ah. that. That was the place. Last couple of things here, I uh, jotted down in CB trucker lingo. Uh, mm. Harvey Wallbanger is a drunk driver. Hey, that's funny. So you, you see somebody, huh. you say, "Watch out, we got a Harvey Wallbanger coming up." Yikes! And then yeah, and it's been name dropped in Sesame Street and See No Evil, Hear No Evil. But um, Sesame Street, yeah. Oh, oh there's a <laughs> there's a character who loves practical jokes, and his name is Harvey Slapper.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> practical jokes (laughs) hey did you see uh because i'm on a sopranos kick Mm -hmm. did you see the uh clip going around of gandolfini on sesame street no No. oh it's great what's he do um i I think zoe does he make
1: him an offer that they can't refuse
0: (laughs) (laughs) zoe's like the new elmo she's like a girl right yeah she's elmo's friend she's like walking down the street and she gets like scared of something and she and she's like oh, and she's kind of freaking out. And Gandolfini's walking by, and he's like, "What's the matter?" And she's like, "I got scared." What's the matter with you? And yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, it's funny because <laughs> you hear the real Gandolfini voice, which right, is right. just like, which is just like uh, fifteen degrees less piggy.
2: He's but he's uh, there's no New Jersey in it too. He's more right. Kevin Finerty. He's he sounds like uh, just like a smart actor, kind of. And they're like, "You get afraid, Mister Gandolfini?" And he's
0: like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm three. Thi- I'm scared of three things." And I forget what, like, the three of them are, but it just, like, cuts to little vignettes of him being, like, scared in bed. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta check that Very out. Very charming, knowing that, like, Gandolfini is, like, can be a tyrant.
1: Yeah, that that little impression I just did was uh the best Gandolfini impression I've ever done. Wow, I actually yeah. didn't know that. We That's were here a, for um, it? <laughs> That's a landmark. I used to think I did a really good soprano Tony Soprano impression, and a lot of people said, no, you do not. They, should, they were like, you should watch the show, Mike. Yeah. You should watch. see what he sounds like. <laughs> <The else>? reason, <laughs> I watched an episode once with a friend of mine, and we were, I don't know what was happening, but Tony was talking about prescriptions, and he's like, we well, just get this prescriptions. <laughs> 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 yeah. We were—we had, we had such a fun time with it.
2: Um, I uh, I love Sopranos. I was rewatching it recently, but I watched it back in the day, and I, I remember that, um, I don't know if you've gotten there yet, Jeff, but I told my dad a million times, you got to watch this show with me. It's so great. And then he finally watched and I won't spoil anything, but it was like a season four episode that is notorious Mm. of being like the most harsh, violent, sad thing ever on television. And uh, and uh my dad was like, why are you watching this stuff? And I was <laughs> like,
0: you got to believe me. It's not normally Wait, like this, dad. Okay. I was going to say, like, he didn't watch up to that point. He just saw no, no. that one. He, on he just context. like ducked
2: in for one episode and saw horrible stuff. And he was like, what's wrong with you? It was kind of like, I think I told you before that, my dad saw me watching Problem Child, <laughs> and then afterwards, he he didn't say I couldn't watch or anything, but he was like, "You like that? I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's funny." He, he like kind
0: of took you aside and was probing you, being like, "Is my son gonna be a murderer?"
2: Right, because that kid in that movie—he's associate that aspires to be a serial killer. <laughs> he looks up to Michael Richards.
1: <laughs> well, you guys remember this story? I'm sure I've told you that. You know, my dad one time caught me, not jerking off, but he caught me, uh, off.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. You were alone in your room. I was in my room off. and
1: I was like, yeah, what are you fucking looking at? I was just kind of staring at the wall. What the fuck are you looking oh, you at?
2: Did, you think you're a tough
0: guy over here? Interrogating your stuffed animals. <laughs> yeah, but I kick your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to get smart with me. Doing this Joe Pesci impression. <laughs> what's funny to me? What? What's funny about? what?
1: What is this? <laughs> That he said, oh, he's like, oh, sorry," and he closed
0: the door. And uh, my son wising off.
2: <laughs> well, he's that age. I went in there because I was hoping to catch him jerking off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I'm actually. I'm going to go wash my hands. I'm I'm fully sticky on my hands. It's it's unbelievable.
0: Let's do a hand wash break. Let me just do a quick quick hand wash break. I got a whiz. Great. <laughs>
2: If the Fern Bar was the singles bar of the '70s, right, and that was kind mm-hmm. of a big deal—that it's like, yeah, go there alone, meet a man, uh, <laughs> and, and it's not frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Do you think we have a modern-day equivalent, or is just every bar a singles bar, and then you're just swiping on your phone when you want to
1: meet? Wait, so so a singles bar like that always—the the thought of a singles bar is funny to me. It feels like a very '80s thing that you'd mm-hmm. see in a, a yeah. sitcom or something. But like yeah. a singles bar would be for women to go out and meet people, or. Were there women single bars? Because like like single per- people of both uh, sides of a relationship had to have to show up.
2: Right. And you got to, before you're in a relationship, technically you're both single. Unless there's adultery involved. Um, no, um, <laughs> the original... Well, a lot of bars used to just be
0: like 60-year-old men drinking gin late at night or whatever.
2: Right. I mean, a lot of bars... Right, okay. Like, didn't we... Isn't like McSorley's in New York didn't even allow women for a long time and and right, it was right, all right. very gendered? I think that... Then it was sort of this expectation that you either came to bars as a couple or you didn't go. And then I see the TGI Fridays, the original one on the Upper uh, East Side was the first place where it's just like, it was socially acceptable. Like you wouldn't uh-huh. see a woman there alone and think, why is she out here? You'd be like, yeah, right, right, she's right. out on the town. She's having a little bit of fun.
1: <laughs> There's a, it makes me think of like. Like, Jeff, when you were saying, like, bars would just be, like, 60-year-old men <laughs> drinking gin, it makes me think of, like, why bars would be, like, it's ladies' night. Ladies get half-off drinks just to, like, oh, yeah. bring other women out to the bar so, like, guys would go to the bar.
0: and Yeah, it's good for everybody. Right, because it's
2: just an assumption that there's going to be too many guys and guys will pay whatever <laughs> whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever they have to. But, I mean, uh, in the modern day, in the modern era, it feels like all bars are more single across the board. Like,
2: and, But also, people aren't going there... To look around and meet someone up, it's like a lot of time you're like meeting up with someone that you met on an app, right? Oh, maybe if you are
1: yeah. a single. Well, but what about, what about the club? Are you who's going to the clubs now? Who's going? To I would club? only
2: go there if I have a bottle full of bub. Otherwise, right, I right.
1: wouldn't even. It does make sense too. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, you know, it was a funny single scene. Uh, remember, the eight years ago when we did a sketch comedy show in San Diego. And then <laughs> afterwards, yeah. we ended up at this mm-hmm. bar. We didn't know where to go. And instead of finding a cool bar with, like, young comedy, we did it. We, we did an on-campus show at uh, UCSD. Yes. And then we went back to our hotel and just went to the closest bar. So I want to say it was, like, in Carlsbad. It was in the suburbs. And it was, like, kind of an older divorcee scene. Yeah. And yeah. We, were, we were in our 20s and everyone else was in their 40s. But it was those guys. I love it. I love Flat brim hat guys with air walks with the socks pulled up and yeah. like shorts like yeah. dickies, tillys, still dressing type like um,
0: like Limp uh still dressing <laughs> yeah. like Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Durst.
2: And and we were just like in the middle of a scene where it was like a bunch of those guys, forty five years old, meeting up with a bunch of forty five year old women and dancing and having a blast. And we were just like, damn, SoCal.
1: They really <laughs> were having a blast. It was like I remember there was like a a bar. It was a bar and then like a balcony. Yes. And like people were like dancing up on the balcony and stuff. It was uh,
0: very cool. I have a really funny picture looking down off the balcony and uh, there's the dance floor and, uh, <laughs> and you can see really distinctly Chris dancing in the middle of the, in the middle of the, <laughs> <you know. laughs> he's like got his hands up and he's by himself in the sea of like divorcees. It's very funny. I think it's on my Instagram. Um,
1: the, I remember the end of the night for me, Uh, Dave Friggis and I got very drunk and we walked down to... The train tracks, well, right? Which the train tracks, it was the train tracks and then the beach. But to get down to the beach, you had to fall like down a big cliff and we didn't want to do that. So yeah. we were like, okay, we're going to wait here for this train because we saw like way in the distance, uh, like train light. And we waited for like a half an hour and this train like never came. We're like, I don't think that's a, a train. I think that's a house. <laughs> 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 it's just a, like a light. Common misconception. And uh, we uh, went back, <laughs> went back to the hotel went to bed. <laughs>
2: That's always funny when you kind of travel for a show and then you perform for something like 15 college kids in the campus dining hall or whatever. Who were not then, into it. And then you're not not into it. Free event for students, but no flyers were posted, so they didn't know to go to it. And then you just try to have as much fun that night as you can because otherwise you're going back home with your tail between your legs.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, Mitch and Chris and I went to it, back to Ithaca to do like a Q&A. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah for QAnon, um, right? Yeah, for QAnon. <laughs> um it was before QAnon was big. Yeah, yeah, we kind of started it up there. Cool. No, we did, we showed some birthday boys episodes and um you know, we we thought it would be we thought people would show up basically because here <laughs> here, here was this group of Ithaca people. we, we thought there would be attendance. <laughs> yeah, we were a group of Ithaca kids who went to LA and got themselves a TV show. And then when you go to Ithaca, you do see all these posters up being like and it's like Watchmen. This person did Crafty on Watchmen. And it's like, look, that's awesome to do to to work in entertainment at all. But we had no representation whatsoever as six Ithaca grads with their own <laughs> comedy show. And then we did the Q&A for like 30 40 people. Wow. And somebody 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 flagged us down and was like, "You should have been here last week. uh Mick Lovin and Dave Franco were here. The line was down the block."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell us that.
0: Like, you should have been
1: here to see them <laughs> To be mad? To be jealous and mad? <laughs> to see a line. <laughs> the line was down you the block. You guys should
2: have had Dave Franco with you. That would have helped big time. <laughs> I know. I also remember when I was a student at Ithaca the guy from My Date with Drew mm-hmm. came, and he was treated like he was Justin Bieber or something. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe people are aware of us, and they just specifically don't like us. Didn't
1: like it. Wow. Huh. Ouch. Hmm. It hurts. That's that's, that's
2: one of those weird things about the world, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They got to add an eighth wonder to the list.
1: <laughs> well, I guess let's uh, let's chew on that while we take a break. Love it.
0: we're back do we get into final thoughts yes who's back
1: oh uh i need to bring this you know the the, the famous m&m song guess who's back back again yeah that was an episode where i was doing a bunch of those drops and i had an mm-hmm. phone. who could forget yeah when i'm when i have my phone on random song now when i'm like running or something every once in a while <laughs> it would just be like fuck you debbie <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh, you trimmed it down just to the sample <laughs> yeah it's like yes who's back and then the next one I'm always like, what the fuck? All oh, right.
2: Have you had that thing happen where you get in your car and then your phone plays this, a song that begins with a? Yeah,
0: yeah I've yeah. heard of that. I don't. My my car's old, but
2: there there's there's a sleigh bells song that is like a a something or like a slash. Mm. So it's like always the a would come first, and it's a jarring song. It always scared me. But then for a while, we did some UCB show where. I was dancing and singing to Another Day of Sun. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From What's
1: that from? Uh, La La Land. La La Land, yeah. Uh, oh, right, yeah. Another Day of Carbs, was not
2: it? <laughs> yes, City, of, City carbs. of Carbs. City of Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, City uh, of
1: Carbs.
2: I, ooh, that's actually some really good comedy. But <laughs> yeah. then in my car for the next year, that song synced up from my iTunes on my computer to my phone. And every time I got in my car, that song would blast. And I have a convertible... So it's so it's the worst where it's like just in the Albertsons parking lot and it's like another day of
1: it's wonderful here, people. What a town! What a wonderful town!
0: You know what I saw online was that a lot of people's song for that because it is the it does play alphabetically is a punk by Vampire Weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, a hyphen punk. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you got a and then some punctuation,
1: I just looked at mine. The The song that always comes up for me is Weezer um, Across the Sea always comes up. Heavy song. But I do have Fish's ACDC bag on three different shows before that. Hmm. I don't know why I won't play those.
2: The Sloppy Boys. Here's how we get famous, guys. Hmm. We put out a bunch of songs that are all A space, A period, A dash. We're guaranteed to kind of monopolize the top of the playlist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what's like... Remember that band? It was just uh, three uh,
0: exclamation points. Yeah, chick, 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 chick,
2: chick, chick. That's so. How did you know that was their name? I didn't for a long time, and then I heard somebody say it.
0: The files that ended up on my computer, it said artist, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, parentheses, CHK, CHK, CHK. Wow. This is our name. Mm. This is how to say it. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one
1: for, kind of like the opposite of what Tim's saying. For a band to be like, we're this thing no one knows how to spell.
0: I don't like when you have to think extra hard about how to pronounce shit. Yeah, yeah. Like band names. It's just Megan the Stallion, and they got me walking yeah. around saying the for the first month. Yeah. <laughs> and then what <laughs> else? Race Remord. That's too hard to say. She got me walking around going ah. ah um. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, she got me walking around going ah. Oh. <laughs>
1: she <had a> gag <laughs> reflex. How do you say this band's name? I'm just going to write it for you.
2: Oh, I'm going to have to read your chicken scratches. Come on now. Um, MGMT.
1: MGMT. I've heard people say management.
0: Um, Yeah, same with uh, NERD. People are like, you like that band Nerd? Nerd? I'm like, no, it's NERD.
2: I watched a video, a YouTube video, breaking down MGMT's career. And they said that those guys started that group as like a joke. They were like mm-hmm. hmm. s- college students being like, what if we pretended we were a, a, indie stars and we we had these hooky songs like doo, 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 doo. and then it got really popular. And that's why already by their second album, they were like making weird, challenging music because they're like, we didn't want to do this shit.
0: Huh. Hmm.
1: Well, it works, guys. good news
0: it. for any other bands that started sort of as a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, the Harvey Wallbanger How do we feel? I'm drinking this I'm <clears throat> liking it more and more as it's going down
2: I would say it's a um, I, I like it, it's nothing special but maybe it's the opposite of appointment only, right? It's like it, you're, you're never going to get excited about it but if you looked in your fridge or if you looked at your cabinet and you saw some galliano you're trying to get rid of um, I, I, I would have another round
0: yeah, I'd have another round. It, it does feel like, yeah, if I'm trying to get rid of Galliano, the same way that the uh, the ad guy at Galliano was trying to get rid of some Galliano, then I would get a
2: whole bunch of them. I would draw a cartoon character and try to sell it. Um, if I were at a fern bar, it's kind of funny because every all the other fern bar drinks are like grasshopper and mudslide are so intense. This this is probably the one I would order uh, at a fern bar.
0: Is Galliano strong? Were we putting some like real liquor in there? Is it like 30 proof?
2: Mm. I don't know. I just uh, blew in my breathalyzer and I'm a (laughs) point 10,000. It doesn't really work out with the decimal points, does it?
0: It's 40% ABV.
2: So 40% means 80 proof. So that is strong. (laughs) Whew. Yeah. Uh, This
1: is a drink where if I was at a party or a bar and someone was like, hey, I made some Harvey Wallbangers, I'd be like, Cool, did you make anything else? All right, you didn't, I'll have the Harvey Wall bang. I
2: don't <laughs> dislike it. And even if he says he didn't, you'd be like, could you please, please <laughs> make it? Could you make me a screwdriver? And he'd be like, I don't know how. <laughs> he'd be like, don't know how, what the fuck? Just stop with the Galliano. Uh, yeah, if a bartender
1: was like, hey, I made an extra one of these, do you want? <laughs> you want? You want.
2: I, you want, you had? I love that when a bartender gives you an extra accident drink. Um, I had I ordered some drink at uh, Big Bar here in Los Feliz at alcove, sure. and um, the bartender she gave me and Jessica our drinks, and then uh, one minute later she came back and she was like, "I made those wrong, by the way. So here's another round that I made right." <laughs> and and I had hadn't noticed because I'm too stupid.
1: <laughs> I got a martini here the other day in New York, New York, oh, and yeah. the fucking thing I had to send it back like twice. <laughs> it was like first like almost all vermouth and then like also no uh olive juice and then he brought one back with more olive juice and then again too much vermouth i was like let's
0: cut it here man <laughs> what's, what's going on here and this is a, an establishment too this was a nice place i you know you and i are not the types of people who would like send things back right willy-nilly i hate, oh, I hate it. it hate it But uh, too much vermouth in a martini is is reason to send it back, especially because you're paying $15 for that martini. (laughs) And when I said basically no vermouth. Yes, my man.
2: I hate sending things back, but I did – one time on New Year's Eve, I ordered a martini and I said, little dirty, which I've learned to not say anymore. Just don't get it dirty if you only want it a little dirty. But the guy juiced it up so much with the olive brine, but I didn't want to send it back. Right. But that it was almost undrinkable, and I spent my New Year's Eve drinking salt water like a dumbass,
0: <laughs> drinking brine. Uh, uh. Um. Well, is that it for the wall banger? I think it is. That's it. It's well That's covered it for me. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's fine. It's fine.
2: We're okay with it existing.
1: Yes, I like the idea of where it came from—the fern bars in the '80s. Everyone's got the brass rails. Great.
2: Sure. Right. Everyone's got the grass rails going on. <laughs>
1: Sliding down those rails. Now, are you two ready for a little bit of a quiz? Oh! oh this yes. is a very this is a very simple quiz. It's one question. <gasps> Shit. Okay. And it's not a question, it's a it's a command. Oh. <laughs> Name me three actors who have played Harvey Dent.
0: Um
2: uh, Aaron,
0: Aaron Eckhart. That's one.
2: I have his phone number, by the way.
0: <laughs> Call him up. Congratulate him for the role. Oh, Tom, Tommy Lee Jones. That's right.
2: Um, Gary Hello? Oldman. No, that's, that's the. Who are you gonna th- pick? Commissioner Gordon. Okay, uh, shit, shit.
0: Fuck. I mean, I'm sure the animated series had like an actual actor as the voice, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> e- there's a bunch of them. There's and a bunch are,
2: of them. Is there still like a celebrity one we haven't said yet? Uh,
1: Yeah. I, you you probably didn't know he did this. Actually, there's a guy. I, I bet you like Harvey Who we is, know.
0: Who we know? Who we know. Oh, from like. In real life? You know who it is? It's it's the probably the person who was in Lego Batman because it's a bunch of. Is it like Steve Agee or something like that? No, it's not Steve Agee. I need just. Need, I'm just doing a little digging here to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's Is it a comedy person?
0: Yeah, it's like Kroll or
1: somebody. It is a comedy person. Oh, John Mullaney. No no, 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 um, no. It is Hannibal Burris. No, he went to our college. Andy Daly. Andy Daly. Andy Daly.
0: No shit. Andy yeah. Daly was ah. Harvey Dent
1: in something called uh, Harley Quinn. I guess that's, there that was just some animated spin off Oh, that's, that's a new, right. that's a new show.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, can, can you look up who was Harvey Dent in Lego Batman? Because all the Lego Batman people are like, Garfunkel and Oates and stuff. Troy Baker. I don't know Troy Baker.
1: Troy Baker. You don't know Troy Baker. But I think there's a bunch of different Lego Batman's.
2: Harvey Dent becomes Two Face, right? Yes. So So when when Tommy Lee Jones was Two Face, he starts that movie. He's already Two Face, right? Is that Batman Forever?
0: Yeah, because those were kind of like not great. I
2: thought it was cool.
0: But
1: some oh, actually <laughs> the Lego Batman also looks like uh, Billy D. Williams. I think was. What? Like I'm saying, I think there's a bunch of different, like, iterations of Lando
2: Lego. Lando Cal Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Billy D. Williams was Harvey De- Two-Face in the Lego Batman movie. Okay, well, that's But cool. then there's something else. Troy Baker's in Lego Batman. That might be like a TV show thing. I don't know. But we also got William Shatner, Richard Mole. Uh, oh, Who else do we? I don't really know anyone else. Billy D.
2: Williams was the spokesman for Colt 45, malt liquor.
0: Really, those are some cool. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was after Lando, right? Yeah. Damn,
2: it's hard for me. You know, you and you guys are talking about these uh, these Batman characters. Sorry if I seem like stressed out, but I just prefer the MCU over DC Comics.
0: Wow. Wow. Tim, I knew that about you.
1: Yahoozo. I watched uh, Endgame and Infinity War the other day. Really? Back to back? I kind
0: of scrolled through them a little bit and got to
1: some action scenes that I wanted to see. I wanted
0: to see that snap. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that like, the Snyder Cut came out and everybody was talking about the Snyder Cut and you were like, you, you went the other I'm way." I'm going to go back to the fucking <laughs> Infinity War Endgame. <laughs> Wait, what was this? the Snyder Cut was DC stuff, Unless right?
2: did Zack Snyder do a cut of Endgame? They should let him get in there on the noms.
0: Snyder Cut is a four-hour version of Justice League. Okay, that's what
2: that I watched last night. And nobody's really liking it on its own two feet. People say it's interesting to watch cuz you're like, "Oh, there was a little, there was some good scenes with Batman or whatever, but Yeah. It, it, everyone's it's like a bloated movie that was cut down for good reason. It's just about maybe they didn't cut the right stuff. <laughs> My big qualm with it is that they didn't fucking end it. I thought this
0: was going to be like a satisfying thing where they wrap it up and they rock and roll and it was just like another one of these fucking movies that despite even being 4 hours Sets up the new bad guy, and it's, like, uh, not satiating. <laughs> well, you guys want to look at some mail? Yeah!
2: Yes.
0: All right. This is coming in from Allison. Well, she says, Hey, sloppy boys, my four-year-old recently said the F word and said he learned it from you guys. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, my husband and I give you three all the credit when our friends ask how he got so cool.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, I like that.
0: Dang, what what would that song? I wonder what song it was. In light of your influence on the youth of America, what is some advice you would give your childhood self? Oh. Thanks, love the pod, Allison. P.S., he listens to music with headphones when we listen to your show now, so please don't call CPS.
2: <laughs> Yikes. Um, it, I, maybe in here for the beer, right, Mike, you're like, we're guys who like the fuck.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeesh,
2: um, <laughs> yeesh. What would we tell our childhood selves? I'd
1: tell childhood Mike to. You got to learn to play the bass, man. <laughs> you got to <laughs> learn to play that fucking yeah, thing. maybe.
2: <laughs> hey, maybe try to tell that to adult Mike. Jesus Christ.
1: Yes, okay, okay. I don't want to to tell adult
2: Tim off the air. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> oh, well, you're about to be caught wising off off the air. <laughs> oh boy. I would probably tell myself to. <laughs> Just be kind of awesome,
0: quite frankly. I would tell my younger self to invest, <laughs>
1: invest <Yes>. in
0: Bitcoin <laughs> on day
1: one.
2: Day one. I would invest. That is, I, I would. That's actually, I would invest or earlier. I would invest. Hey, all the kids out there. Invest. 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 Don't say the F word. Invest. Inve- <laughs> Any time you feel the urge to say fuck, instead, <laughs> buy one share of Apple.
0: I wish I told my young self, hey, invent the iPhone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if only you had just known to do that, you could have got together some kind of aluminum foil and some tape. It could have been me.
1: I would have said... Pay more attention to King Ralph. It's a funny movie.
2: (laughs) Pay more attention while you're watching it. I was thinking, I don't know how to give my younger self a way around this, but I was remembering recently just how much homework I used to have to do. I feel like when I was in seventh grade or earlier, sixth grade, I would have to come home and I'd be like, "Ah, I have so much homework. And then I do homework for like a whole two hours and I, and, and, it was always teased to me like, hey, if you don't your, do your homework in sixth grade, I think that like seventh and eighth grade junior high, there was like, you get into the young scholars program for gifted mm-hmm. and talented kids. And mm-hmm. I, and I, so I worked hard and then I did do that. And I was in that program. And, but then once you're in that program, you're like, well, you got to work hard. So you get, when you get in high school, you're going to be in AP classes. And I did do that. Then I'm in high school and I fucking blow off my AP classes because it, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then nothing ever mattered. So the, the peak of my academic career was when I was in sixth grade. That's stupid. <laughs> just go play with toys.
1: I, you know what's so funny? Like doing homework as a kid. I, you know that feeling when like you get into the class and be like, okay, take out the homework. And you were like, fuck,
0: I didn't write down that. We had homework like that, oh. that moment of just like, oh, shit. Did you guys have assignment notebooks? Uh-huh. It was like like a little it was like a planner that was like half the size of a page. Yeah. And you would yeah, write like, "Oh, I got to do the odds from pages 35 and 36 for math." Yeah. I was so disorganized as a kid that like either I didn't have an assignment notebook or I did and I just like r- didn't write it on the real day. And I remember having notebooks with all sorts of notes and drawings in them, and then I would like write a note on a random page crooked in one corner being like Page thirty nine odds tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. more than one time, I would come in having done the wrong homework just because there was no rhyme or reason as to
2: <laughs> right. My
0: to do list was just complete chaos. I had I, I
1: remember one time in a math class when you were saying do the odds makes me think of like the uh, the answers are in the back of the book for the odds. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing like whatever in high school at some point. I think junior year, doing whatever homework was and totally like not having time and just like basically writing the answers down yeah. and like Bert's feigning showing work. And my teacher like was like, Mike, uh, come here. Or she was going around the room and she was like, Oh, d- you didn't, you got to show her work here. You didn't, you can't just do the answers. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> it was, we both knew mess. what was
1: going on. I was like, yeah, I did well, it. The,
2: the very f- I haven't thought about that in 30 years, the idea of doing the evens or the odds, but that is the teacher admitting that there's too many math problems in the book. Like, You would say do the evens or do the odds so that you would um, not have to do so many, but you could still get to the harder ones. Mm -hmm. But it's like it means that they put 30 math problems at the end of a chapter. That's too many.
0: Did I ever tell you guys the greatest trick the devil ever pulled?
2: (laughs) Convincing the world he didn't exist?
0: Yeah, but in this case, the devil is me in Catholic school. (laughs) I turned in a paper that was supposed to be a two-page paper, and I just ran out of steam because I'm a concise guy. I'm not going to sit there sure. and spin yarns for <laughs> you know Mr. Keeley's class. Sure. So I had a page that was like getting to my point, and I just like <laughs> didn't want to finish it or couldn't finish it. So I stapled one page and handed it in and got oh. an A. And the teacher was like, was like, you were missing a page. Like uh, I don't know if like you can find it uh. or whatever. But I looked and he had like given me an A, and I was like, oh yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
2: shit. That's really smart. Nice little
0: hack for all the students out there.
2: Crazy. Dude, I had one of those little hacks where over the summer, I had to read a book for English class. I want to say it was like Tests of the D'Urbervilles. Um, <laughs> 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 it was? Or the Letter, or something. But- I, I had to read a book and do a book report and mail it into my English teacher over the summer. Did you ever have to do that? Oh, fuck. Mm-mm. No. Maybe like between 11th and 12th grade. But here's what I did. I didn't read the book. And then I came and then I, I printed off uh, the old fashioned Internet. I printed out some like Cliff's notes, like a synopsis of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll read this. And then I got sick of even reading the synopsis. <laughs> I'll read this. So I was like, I know my plan was to mail my letter to my English teacher with the wrong address so that the mail would come back to me, return to sender, and then I could tell my teacher, see, I tried to mail it to you, so, but uh, it didn't work. Uh-huh. So I wrote on- But then wouldn't on, you be
0: like, okay, so uh, you're here now. Where's the paper? <laughs> and I'm like, it's gone. So wait, sorry, Tim, What 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 did you mail? So you mailed something to the wrong address, but was it empty?
2: Well, that was my problem. I wrote the wrong, I wrote a fake address. I wrote, uh, Mrs. Paisley, one, two, three Sycamore street. And I didn't, and I don't know where she lived. Uh, but I wrote like one, two, three Sycamore street, Kingston, New York. And I didn't (laughs) want the envelope to be empty. So the papers that I folded up to put inside were the synopsis I printed off the internet. Oh no. And I put it in there. I mailed it. It never came back to me. Oh! And then I went into school on the first day, and she's like, "Okay, I'm handing back your summer work," and, and she handed me back the printed out synopsis with a big C minus on top. <laughs> C minus.
0: That's C-. gracious C-. of her. That was that was cool of her. C minus.
2: And and just the, it synopsized the book with no insight, but then also it didn't have a name on top or or anything, <laughs> but. It's the most importantly the mailman <laughs> founder 123 Sycamore Street
1: it was just a small town thing and he's like I know this person small town thing Oh Miss Paisley yeah that's not that's not Sycamore Street <laughs> I know Mrs Paisley Yeah young Tim doesn't have her
0: uh, address right well I'll make sure it sees finds the right spot By the way summer reading <laughs> Yeah that sucks Summer reading fucking sucks yeah. And
2: why why would you ever even do that to a kid
0: It should be summer fortnight yeah, yeah. 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 I thought I thought it was
1: one of you two. Tim, I thought you were going to say this story. Do we know somebody who like I think it was in college doing a paper that they had to email in and just didn't get it done and and wrote like, you know, if you like don't have the right formatting on something, it'll just be like those little boxes where the letter should be. Yeah. Yes. Or, like like wingdings, basically. Yeah. Somebody yeah. like typed up a whole like page of that. Oh, that's and like smart. sent that in. Smart. I was like, what? You can't open it? Well, I don't have any. I deleted it or whatever it is. <laughs> was that somebody? I, I thought we knew somebody who did that. That's, that's clever. Well. I mean,
2: that's that's like the uh, modern version of what I did. How how weird that I had to print mine out and send it. And it's yeah. very archaic. Hmm. What if we went back to school like Rodney Dangerfield? Ooh, or Adam Sandler? Ah, uh, yes. QB mm-hmm. himself. <laughs>
0: Folks, that's our show. Follow us on social media, at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock the Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode.
1: Oh, yeah. We're having a lot of great times over there on the blowout. Now, that's a
2: good show. That's good. I'm sorry. That's an actual I'm not a podcast fan, but that show gets me.
1: This, whatever is going on here, this Mm. is dog shit
0: compared to that. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Peace and love. What about the prescriptions?
1: <laughs> hey, calm. Where's,
0: where's Anthony? Give it up for your boys. Give it up for your boys.